1: is the political show
2: <laughs> Hey 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 welcome to the political show right here on Active Family Radio has never been better I'm your girl Cynthia but you know you can call me Gix. and with me in studio we have
3: For the second time today, Gavin (laughs) Enslin.
2: Pastor Gavin Enslin and...
3: The Black Knight for the second time. The Black
2: Knight right here on the political show where Christ Politics is...
3: Hot Politics.
2: Hot Politics. And this week's Hot Politics is amazing because we have a special guest that we're going to be interviewing. We are going to be speaking about the South African economy and how apparently it is under the rule of the British. And we're also going to be speaking about... Some very interesting news that has come out recently, like recently, recently in terms of our uh, defense force. And like I said, we're going to be interviewing a special guest. Pastor Gavin, do you want to introduce him?
3: Yes. um, What we'd like to do, and and obviously for those of you listening on Wednesday, you're going to be hearing us saying this the second time. For those of you on Friday, hopefully hopefully all that other stuff is going to be cut out. But we, we we sort of lost our Zoom link there for a second. But I want to introduce, um, you, you can call him Apostle, you can call him Advocate, you can call him uh, Chief Activist, you can call him Pastor. He has many titles, obviously in his house, he's known as Husband or Father. But Apostle Maafrika ile. Apostle Africa, how are you doing today?
0: Uh, I'm good, I'm good, Pastor Gavin. Thanks a lot for having me, and also I pass my greetings to Cynthia gigs and also black night thank you guys for hosting me and for inviting me in your ch- in your show so now
1: thank
3: you thank very you, much for joining apostle. us and obviously apostle my africa the reason why we have him on the political show is not to to talk about um you know church things because he's no longer really running a church anymore um he actually started a new political party we're called akum the Active African Christian Unity Movement. Yeah. And uh, that that party has just been registered with the IEC. that yeah. In South Africa, that is the Independent Electoral uh, Council. Mm-hmm. And um, so they're an official political party in South Africa now. Awesome. And so we wanted to interview him. And so, uh, Pastor Africa, if you could just start off and just uh, tell us a little bit about Akum. We'd love to hear.
0: All right. Um, um, Akum, Akum is... Um is a new political movement that started um, uh, as uh, a pastors' movement during the lockdown. It started as a pastors' movement that was known as Pastors Against Church Closure. Then, uh, after that, uh, because there was a lot of injustice and heavy-handedness of the law against the church, then we we then began to mobilize the entire country traveling the whole south africa when i mean the whole south africa i mean according to its political demarcation nine provinces 52 districts all like that engaging the pastor we called pastor sindaba to -hmm. say let's come together and fight together and defend the cause that we are in then eventually we had what we call national pastor sindaba and the national pastor sindaba there was A a question of saying, must we go political or must we just remain in the church? Then majority of those pastors were represented uh, at Pretoria Hotel on the the 5th and the 12th of November. Said, let us go uh, political. Then that's how active African Christian movement was born. Then we began to mobilize, we began to recruit and campaign on the ground to build an organization. So what I can say is that Active African Christian United Movement, (ACUM) it's a political and a spiritual movement. Spiritual in a sense that it advances the cause of the kingdom of God, it believes in the unity of the Christians, and it represents the spiritual aspect of Christianity in the politics. And it is political in a sense that it is participating in the politics of South Africa. It is registered with IEC, and it will be on the ballot paper. AKUM will be on the ballot paper in 2024 even from now in Mm -hmm. essence we are collecting our iec certificate on friday which is the 12th two days from now so we are newly registered movement now akum uh it's a movement that its policies are influenced by the biblical stance they are influenced by the biblical writings and records our health policy economic policy um uh, a land policy education policy all our 12 anchors policies that are written in our funding manifesto as the policies of akum they are influenced by the biblical stance now um, akum is a fully fleshed christian movement in a sense that says in its approach and outlook it does not leave the truth of the bible out mm-hmm. though it sure. is participating in the politics which are mainstream so now akum is a ground movement when we say it's a ground it's a grassroots movement a ground based movement why are we saying so uh, because um uh uh, um, uh akum believes in the essence and the reality of it believes in the essence and the reality of being where the people are we are we are now existing in nine provinces we are existing in 52 districts Definitely, some districts are not that strong, but we are everywhere in 206 localities. We are pushing for, um, we are pushing for. Um, uh, uh, talk to me. We are pushing for for, for 4,392 words. Um, we are we are pushing. We are pushing for 23,151 voting station uh in essence in 2024 we are looking at becoming the major opposition or if not the major opposition the decision makers in who must lead this nation we are working hard and we are on the ground we are doing everything that needs to be done in the political terrain we are not only praying we are recruiting we are campaigning we are planting branches we are also educating people on daily basis under uh, our our political school that is uh, driven by akum it's mm-hmm. called my shome political school which talks about akum policies akum strategies and Akum ideologies It's done everywhere it's traveling for free if you want to know the politics of akum you can attend the school and get to know our policies our strategy and our ideology so mm-hmm. akum is here and it will be a game changer, and it is already making super waves. As I'm speaking to you today, in Emelo, Akum is having a protest to uh, SAPS to complain about criminals who are not being arrested, who have done all the wrongs, that are, they are still roaming on the street, they've never been arrested, they've ne- they are not even on bail, they are not even being trialed. So Akum is on the ground, Akum is doing the work that needs to be done in the political space that's all i can say for now and we are calling every christian who hears us we are calling every member of the community who believe in the russia's solution as akum is a russia's revolutionary movement come and be part of what we are building because we are doing all this for the sake of our nation to have proper leadership and to have a bright future our country worth fighting for from all angles and perspectives. thank you
3: yes sir. Obviously Giggs and Black Knight We keep looking for these revolutionary leaders Yeah Being Christians Yeah Because we are quite revolutionary ourselves no,
1: That's true And yeah. I
3: think that within South Africa There's a lot of revolutionaries And uh, so uh, You know Today's topic obviously um, You can introduce Just who we're going to be talking about In terms of what he said Yeah And then um, we're going to be discussing this With Apostle My Africa Yeah Because um you know, what, what we've always said is that the, 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 the church needs to be taken seriously And it hasn't been If you look at how we were locked down yeah. We still, you know, the three of us here Along with our producer, Glory We still have a lot of um, psychological problems Because of the lockdown, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so to, to have a guy like Apostle Maafric Who's actually going to put the church first In parliament Is quite a big deal And I just wanted to mention One of the things that I've picked up is that that's actually a very big issue in this country. We yeah. Actually, the, the fact that they locked the church down, there are a lot of people in this country, I'd say a majority mm. are upset about the fact that the church is locked down. Yeah, that's true. But anyway.
2: Yeah. So we, the the topic is going to be based, or the interview is going to be based off of um, an interview that happened with and um, Mbeki, with the SABC and there were certain things that he mentioned and spoke about in that interview about the South African economy and it being under the rule of the British Um, so we are going to speak about that Uh, we're going to hear what Apostle Mo Africa has to say about that but before we continue here is a song called Pray For Me
1: Good to find you.
2: or tell us what you love most about it on our WhatsApp line
1: 084-628-6060, radio has never been better.
2: That was Pray For Me by God's Warrior. How you awesome forgot
3: who they were, Bar.
2: I did in the beginning. I was like, wait, I know the name of the song, but I don't know who the artist is. But we that need was to pray pra- for you. Never mind for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was Pray For Me by God's Warrior. That was a really cool, cool track. So we have Apostle Mo Africa as a special guest on the political show. And we're going to start the interview and ask him questions based off based off of an interview that happened on the SA, on SABC, which is a news, broad, news broadcast here in South Africa. And um, this is – so the first question is, unless South Africa changes its trajectory and re-industrializes the economy to accommodate the poor, the angry masses are on the verge of unleashing a violent – uprising against the ruling elite so that, that was a comment made by economist businessman and political analyst moleti mbeki
3: yeah who's the brother of the previous president Thabo mbeki
2: yes yes
3: and he's criticized Thabo mbeki in the past quite badly
2: he has he has yeah so do you agree uh, apostle mo africa with that statement and what are your thoughts on that
0: Uh, Actually, I agree 101% with him. And um, I'm advocating for the reform and the transformation of the economy. Yeah. Because you will begin to think like this. Our economy uh, has been in the hands of the few minorities. And uh, since 1994, when democracy came, there was a beautiful basket that was decorated as if it was something inside, but nothing was found inside. Now, majority of the people, they thought there would be a greater participation in the economy, but there has never been any. Uh, you will remember uh, there the, the has been attempts to transform the economy, but they, it can't work on policy basis until people are... Ordinary people are given the ability, the the financial access to participate into the economic uh, structure of our nation. What I'm trying to say is a simple thing as saying, for the last part of the time, there has been this idea of saying, um, here is the economy. We have all these major role players Uh, when you go into the food like your grocer, you get uh, big brands like your shoprite, your spa, so on and so forth. Is there any brand that was born in democracy that shows ordinary people who were not in the industry have managed to get into that? Hmm. Nothing like that has happened.
1: Yeah. Have
0: we had any new, um you know, any new Company that came from nowhere and managed to come up to say this is what democracy the people, nothing. Sure. Then there was a concept under Tabumbeki's uh, rule, um, under Tabumbeki's leadership. Because when I say rule, it's like we are no longer a democratic country, we are a dictatorship. Strategically, we are. But under his presidency, they brought in. Your, your things like uh, BEE, hmm. uh, Black Economic Empowerment, which decimally failed. yeah, Because its aim was to do affirmative action uh, to make sure that they, they put uh, across the previously disadvantaged to take part in the economy. But in, es- in essence, that was only used as a fronting by the major economic holders. Like I'll give a simple example. Um, the, 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 the township economy or the informal uh, economy, uh, you, you will get your taxi, your taxi industry, which um, which is a multi-million return industry per month. Now that industry was put in to say it's one of those that will spearhead uh, the economy in the informal sector, but. Even though it was like that, it was meant to benefit the previously disadvantaged. It has never happened like that. Why? Because those who had money, they came and they fronted with those who don't have money. And Mm. those who don't have money still remain the same Mm. as just glorified employees with their names on these taxes and so on. Including these major conglomerates and companies. What they have just done at most is not to restructure the economy they took few uh, blacks I, I, I love to call them house negroes they <laughs> took few house negroes house slaves and um, they said you come into the house you will eat in the master's kitchen and the rest of the people became the field slaves sure. they are banned by the sun they are working hard for no return only few uh, house Negroes who house slaves who have become uh far much better you know yeah. so now we need the restructuring and reindustrialization of the economy in a sense that the industry must open for all i mean i'll give you a simple thing who is still owning the the, the manufacturing who owns 80 percent of south african manufactured food Who is owning the production of food All these things are a question of industry Once Mm. you are able to own the industry It will also ensure food security It will also ensure the greater participation into the economy But till so far, we don't have economy that is open for the masses of the people Especially the poor and the previous advantaged
1: Yeah, sure
3: yeah. yeah I just wanted to to add to that, obviously, the fact that you've got so few controlling mm-hmm. um, you know we saw now with the lockdowns and all of that yeah. what that control actually means yeah and when you when you have a broad based ownership of industry and things like that, yeah um, it means some of them can fail, and mm-hmm. it 's not really a problem for the country, yeah. but right now, you can probably have three or four businesses fold and we don 't have any processed food left yeah. in the country. So, that, that, that's issue number one. And also, I believe most of the ownership is overseas. Yeah, yeah. No. You know, so, yeah. Um, so I'm very happy. I don't know, Black Knight, are you happy to hear what Apostle Africa just said? No, I'm very, very, very happy. <laughs> Haven't you been complaining about this all the time? Yep.
2: <laughs> yeah, I actually love the fact that you brought up the, the fact that BEE hasn't worked in the country. And, and stuff Because it actually ties up with my second question
3: yeah, Just before that I just also think yeah. al- Along with the economic Not being involved in the economy yeah. I don't think there's even you know, The politicians don't listen to the people. Yeah, There's no real engagement with the people mm. Which in terms of what Apostle Mar Africa is saying Is very different with Akum mm. They're engaging with the people yeah. And uh, then, then people start having a say yeah, and I think people need to have a say if we're a democracy. Otherwise, yeah, don't true. call it a democracy.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So uh, my second question is, uh, when we look at the South African economy, it has taken a serious dive, and the majority in the country are being impacted by it. Um beki mentioned that the unequal society we we live in was not designed by the apartheid regime as we, as we believe like a lot of South Africans believe that it's because of apartheid that we have an unequal society but it was actually established by the British rule. Uh, do you agree with him and what are your thoughts on that?
0: <laughs> you you see um uh the the the, the question is who were the drivers of the apartheid regime yeah and um, and um, what are uh who are the drivers of the apartheid regime then second to that is that who were the drivers of the apartheid um uh, 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 what are no not the drivers what are the legacies of uh apartheid regime
1: yeah
0: now let us let us begin to understand apartheid from this. Uh, apartheid like any other system it has got uh, the front runners and behind the scene managers it, mm-hmm. it was a normal system that works everywhere in the world currently uh, whereby there are those who are in the forefront of the system, and there are those who are behind it. They don't want to be that visible. Hmm. Now, what is the role of the British in apartheid? The British in apartheid, they were what we call the masterminders. There hmm. were those who were actually the the, 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 the the actual architects of apartheid, and given to the likes of your Africaners who were necessarily just uh, implementing some of these things. I, I I I I don't know if I if it makes sense. we yeah. were implementing yeah. some of these things. So now uh, the British, the British were using um, uh, 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 all these other like your Afrikaners. They were using them to be the forefront. Because they never minded the dirty work of it. They never minded. They never minded to be the the the, 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 the spokesperson, to be the PR of this apartheid regime. Mm-hmm. But in essence, those who cooked it, those who really prepared the meal, are those. Are, is the English? We know full well that including including um, uh, 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 all this uh, uh, land. Uh, policies and dispositions and everything. These are the things that were cooked uh, uh, in the palace of the Queen Elizabeth. We, 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 we cannot even speak double of that. Who is uh, uh, the Queen of England, of the, uh, of the Great Britain? Now, when it was cooked, it was transported that you serve it. Who was serving it? Your fair food was just um, the way it has. But in essence, the chef was there in Britain. So what Timbegi is saying, in essence, is to say apartheid. Because apartheid, we regard it to be of Africaners, of your Fervood. Uh, we regard it to be of your D.F. Malans, of your... Uh, all, these, all these guys that we can make mention of them historically. He says it is not them. In essence, it is the Queen and those who were working with her who brought in these concepts into South Africa. That's why, even during apartheid, I'll tell you this: as much as America and England have claimed uh, to be the champions of human rights, but are you aware that during apartheid, South Africa never suffered any sanctions? South Africa never suffered any limitations or inclinations of their atrocities, even though your massacres were happening even though your langanyanga shootings were happening now in essence america and england were never having a problem with the situation in south africa why because they knew that they are the ones who are causing it why Mm. were they causing this it's because at the time when the Africaners were busy chasing black people, they were busy mining in Kimberley. Mm. They were busy mining uh, uh, in, 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 in all these mining dams that the Zamazama are trying in you know, the Western everywhere. That's why, even to this day, Britain has got the biggest storage of gold, but they don't have a single gold deposit. They are on 0.0.00 <laughs> deposit of gold in England, but they've got the huge storage. Where did they get the gold from? From uh, the great hole of Kimberley. While mm-hmm. they kept the Africaners busy that you sit on top of these people. You rule these people. You fight them. As the Africaners were busy chasing us. They were busy taking the real deposit minerals wealth of our nation. Now, um, there is no way that England was going to have the infrastructure that is heavy. If it needed any money backing up those developments, where were they getting money from? Mm -hmm. The money that they have been getting, it has been the one of the minerals, of the oils, or, 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 you know, of Nigeria Check all the countries that were colonized by Britain they, South Africa is rich in gold uh, uh, Zimbabwe is, it has got the most fertile land The most arable land uh, Your Nigeria has got the, 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 the oil They make sure they take the fattest. They left your Mozambique to your Portugal They left your Angola to your France You know, why? Because those, they don't have much of what they want In essence, in essence, in essence, what the British have done, it was to destabilize Africa, divide Mm. it into 53 states, and make sure that everywhere they see natural minerals, they cause a fight, deploy army in order for them to keep on enjoying and benefiting. Today, in Congo, uh, Democratic Republic of Congo, there is the, the fight over cobalt. Yeah. why is there fight over cobalt not that the government is not stable the government is stable but it has been destabilized by those who have interest in that cobalt in order for them to be able to produce atomic bombs and to be able to produce whatever that they are producing out of this cobalt they destabilize that now, let's go back to your question f- formally to answer it. Uh, 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 an equal society we live in has been decided by, uh, uh, has not been decided by the apartheid regime. Yeah. In essence, what the apartheid regime has done was simply to politicize and legalize inhumanity. But mm. in essence, they don't have the strong hand into the economy. Show me one Africaner currently. Show me one Africaner who's a multi billionaire. Yeah. Show me one Africaner who's a multi billionaire. They are not. Rupert is not Africaner. Um, uh, um uh, Oppenheimer is not Africaner. Mm-hmm. All this Ackerman is not Africaner. All these systems were benefiting the British and the Africaners were just share were just a waiters and waitrons of this whole thing. In essence. Africaners are suffering at the same hype as blacks in this current stage. Sure. They are suffering almost at the only thing that they are having is the old suburbs that they got out of the government system that favored them, that gave them easy credit. But in essence, if you can go to... Um, uh, 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 You go to any CBD nearby where white community stays. You see poverty Mm -hmm. at the Mm -hmm. same level as you see it in your Alexander, in your Deviton, in your Soweto, in your Hamanskrual, in your Munsiwa Mafiken, everywhere you go. So in essence, this whole thing, it is a British manufacturing. I agree with him. It is a British manufacturing. What apartheid were doing, they were just the stage performers. But the directors, they are there in the commonwealth. That's why if we want South Africa to have a proper economy, we need to be able to detach from these international leaks like -hmm. your commonwealth. We need to be able to detach from all these leaks that are international, that are not serving the interest of our people. And I will tell you this, when Jacob Zuma wanted to move out of the commonwealth, um, he got a letter from the Secretary of the UN then, when he wanted to even detach from the UN. They sent him a letter telling him how much the economy of the country will suffer if he makes that decision. The question is what? Where do they get a power to make the economy of South Africa suffer? When scary. they are in England. Sure.
1: How yeah.
0: The distance dictates that they are far from us. Mm-hmm. We don't get anything from them. Number 1 I'll tell you what is it that England Britain is exporting to South Africa Are they giving us meal? are they giving us anything problems. are we getting salt from them come again the export problem what are we getting that. yeah now the, the only thing they're exporting is just problems and instability <laughs> to all countries. Yeah. But they say we will affect your economy. How come are they able to affect the economy whereas they are so far? It yeah. shows you that these are the people who are holding the economy of our nation. Now, let's go into a simple discussion in answering this with more evidence. Who is owning the South African Reserve Bank that is located in Pretoria? Uh, on Prince Law Street and Fair Milan. Who is owning that? Uh. Because it is privately owned.
3: Yeah, we don't have it. it's 80% private.
0: of it is privately owned. Now, it's owned by the British families. It's owned by the few British families. It's controlled by your Queen Elizabeth, who are determining the repo rate, who are determining the interest rate, mm. who are determining the prices of your fuel, who are determining the prices of your daily food, who are determining everything. So, should they not want you, they make sure that they deal with the economy and they will do it. Mm. Let's now, not take it far. Still in SADC, we can talk about Zimbabwe. When Mugabe began to fight against, the, uh, to implement the Lancaster Treaty, which... The British signed with the Zimbabwean government to say, give us land for 30 years and after 30 years you will take it back or we'll pay you this amount. They never paid. When he took the land, what crumbled the economy of Zimbabwe? It was Britain. To show you that Britain is the one that has has really anchored and orchestrated the economic, uh, uh, what do you call it? It has orchestrated these economic inequalities. So... Ah, uh, if they were able to crumble the economy of Zimbabwe, that a Zim dollar in 1992 December, Zim dollar in 1992 December was higher than one rent with 250. It was one Zim dollar was 250 to rent. But right now, one Zim dollar is equal to to rent is equal to something like uh, 500,000 800. You understand? So now, how come was that possible? Because of our African economy has been built on the British foundation in such a way that we are dependent on them. And the moment we want to move is like you are beating the hand that feeds us. They just remove the blade and we will star- we'll starve. And the question is one, why so far it has not been corrected? That's, probably that's why you'll ask, what, why so far it has not been corrected? It is because South African government, our presidents, especially the likes of your Mbeki, the likes of your Ramaphosa, they are enjoying to sleep in the same bed with the foreign powers and the foreign conventions that continue to deepen us. I mean, look at us right now. Our economy is IMF dependent. We are depending on IMF in order for us to continue. We take loans there, everything there. The question is one, are we ever gonna be able to pay them with such cumbersome interest? And eventually that is the same thing that stagnants our economy. Make it hard and impossible to restructure the economy, because when you want to restructure the economy, you still have to save a bigger bill that they are causing. And the current president, he has happened to be the puppet of the West End. That's why even our media support him every day. That's why on the newspaper they'll never say anything. I mean, we had lockdown, a rent never went down. We mm-hmm. had all these money funds in the mattress. Rent never went down. Economy has never been affected. Why? Because those who love him, they keep the economy afloat. But the day they hate him, they will make sure that it crumbles down. Mm. That is the problem we're having. If they can be able to affect the economy at that level, they can be able to put even the structures of who participate in that economy.
1: Yeah. Sure.
0: They will. They, will. they have that power to do so. Why? Because of how the economy is structured.
1: Yeah.
2: Sure. That was a very interesting look at a very different view of apartheid and the economy and the society that we live in and stuff. Yeah. But it
3: does sound like what people who listen to political show yes, normally hear. Definitely, definitely. You, you, you fit
2: right in with the political show, for Apostle. Mm. <laughs> Here is a song by Henry Soul featuring Limo Blaze called SDF
1: When I think about a love, you didn't show to me, you did bust my brain, you know. The know, love, in the
2: dated and entertained with Active FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor and everywhere else. Engage with us. Like the posts, comment, share them out, retweet and repost. Spread the word. Active FM radio has never been better. And That was Henry Soule featuring Limo Blaze called Saved, Delivered and Free. That is the title of the song. It's really, really awesome. So we've been intervie- interviewing Apostle Moore Africa from Akum, and we've had some very interesting insights about the economy and what is happening and stuff. Pastor Gavin, do you have one final question?
3: Yes, the question I have is a big one. And um, you know, it's been in the news recently that, first of all, the South African National Defence Force, that's the army in South Africa, have been put on standby. They say to um, stop a deteriorating system in, uh, in a uh, situation in South Africa because uh, people have been protesting, you know, Apostle uh, Africa mentioned earlier about the Zamas which is the legal miners, and many of them are people that have come illegally to South Africa and now committing crimes, they raped ghouls, you know, all sorts of horrible things. We've spoken about it, you know, on the show. Yeah. And so, um, th- 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 I've also seen reports that not only is the Soviet National Defense Force on, um, you know, on, on alert, but that the, the United States Army is on alert. Yeah. And um, so, looking at what happened to Donald Trump the other night, where the FBI came and raided his house, and Mm. Joe Biden's house has never been raided, but if you look at what's on Hunter Biden's laptop, I Mm. mean, it's hectic stuff. Yeah. You know, take away the political stuff, just the sex stuff is like hectic, never mind the political stuff. Yeah. And uh, yet, his house has never been raided. So, with a government like that, that's going to raid Donald Trump mm-hmm. over some documents, I said. <laughs> and <laughs> there's a whole lot of problems, you know, just with that concept of uh, raiding an ex-president's house. Um, my question to Apostle Maafrika was his, your thoughts, sir, on um, the, the the statement that the South and Defence Force is on alert. I actually saw a whole lot of, uh, like a convoy last night coming mm-hmm. from St. to the south of Johannesburg. So, I saw a convoy of these military trucks. So, Apostle Ma Africa, what is your thought? You know, on the reports of the defence force potentially being used to stop the unrest and maybe using the defence force instead of solving the real problems.
0: As you as you are saying, I, I will I will just ask. I will just look at it from a simple angle. They are they they, they say they are stabilizing the situation using the military in essence they are suppressing the people
1: Hmm.
0: they are suppressing the people in essence uh, they are they are intimidating the people in essence they are threatening the people uh they are not stabilizing the situation the real solution is to say how do we resolve the problem what is the problem Let's talk. What is it that the people are fighting for? We look at the current unrest uh, that are happening in the Western. Eight women being raped by foreign nationals who are illegal immigrants. Now, if, if eight women are raped, they are coming from family. And these are African families. An average African family is interlinked with close to uh, uh, 30 families. In a sense that when I'm here, I've got my brother there, my, my wife, family there. Now, these people, they're interlinked into the community. If eight people have been raped, we are talking close mm. to uh, a, a thousand people, mm. 500 to a thousand people. Sure. Now, they are enough to cause a riot. Mm. Because any one of these people who are fighting, they are not talking a case far-fetched they are not saying somebody's being raped in KZN, whom they don't even know Then eight women were raped now this is a these are sisters these are cousins these are wives these are neighbors these are church mates, these are stock uh, fell fellers these are social bodies drinking bodies prayer partners whatever that they are yeah you can never say such situation You want to use threats and intimidation to stabilize it. Mm. You know, what I can liken this situation to sweeping death under the carpet. Mm. (laughs) South African government is playing a very, very dangerous and deadly game. They are sweeping the, the death under the carpet, sweep the death under the carpet, Every time when the people are trying to speak, military is deployed against the people. Every time when the people are calling for a real solution, military is deployed. We saw it uh, in uh, last year when the malls were burning. Instead of listening to the people and dealing with the real problem, military is deployed. Now, the illegal immigrants have raped the citizens, military is deployed. Sweep the death under the carpet. In no time, under the very same carpet, there will be worms that will come out. Mm. And you will never sweep the worms back because they will keep on moving, climbing on top of the same broom. They will get everywhere and it will be uncontrollable. What I can advise is to say, instead of using the military to silence the community, let us use enforcement to clean any illegality. And by the confidence of the citizens that we are addressing this issue of illegal immigrants, trust me, trust me, those zamas, they are a real threat to the community. They are the ones who need the heavy-handedness of the law. They are the ones who need enforcement of the law. They are the ones who need to face the might of the law. But in essence, their communities have become the victims of the perpetrators and victims of the government, which has the power to protect them. So now, I will tell you the honest truth. An average citizen whose eyes are open currently, he has lost faith in our government.
1: Yeah. Why uh,
0: Why have the people lost faith in our government? Not because... Of anything except that the government has successfully failed against to it, have failed to act in the interest of the people. They always work against the people. Mm. I mean, why send the military people to say now here we are? Uh, 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 all women were raped. Go to your houses and sleep now. It's late. You can't be on the streets. Uh, there is a curfew. You were raped. Shut up. Sit there. Why not call these people? Why not try to put them into counselling? Mm-hmm. Call a community meeting with the West Rand community. It's not a very huge community. And ask them what's the problem. Some have not been raped. Some have taken their phones. Some, there, there was a breaking into their house. Get to the bottom of the problem and resolve the problem. And you will realize that the problem of West Rand, it is not a different from the problem of the entire South Africa, problems of our nation, they are interlinked and connected. Mm. So once you hear the crisis of one community, it will also begin to erupt in different communities and flush in different spaces. Then we know what are we dealing with and Mm. the government must commit to bringing solution in that regard. That's it sure why now suppress them now let me ask you if you send military to these women who were raped what are you saying sit with your wounds sit in your house Mm -hmm. keep quiet don't talk don't be frustrated as as the minister of police uh begitela said a a woman was raped once is lucky (laughs) yes is that the case no No, Mm -hmm. that's what he said is that the case of saying Oh, they took your car they did not kill you hey you are lucky people they take their cars and they kill them is that the case that we are in hmm. is that the case of saying they broke into your house yes oh they didn't rape your daughter or your wife or they didn't they they just took a, a microwave very you are lucky is, is that the level we are really willing to stoop low to hmm.
1: yeah.
0: so now i'm 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 thinking that our government really needs to assess itself and look at how they are dealing with the citizens. Yeah. Because every day they are defeating a hope of the ordinary citizens of our country. Yeah. Who are looking up to the government to bring the solution. Who are looking up to the government to come on the table and say, I mean, we, we, you voted us. We want to hear what do you want. Here's a situation. We see you are burning. We see you are burning. Let's talk. What do you want? That's how it should be. Not the thing of saying we're well, sending military, you, will, you must shut up, you must keep quiet, don't talk. You know, what the minister of police did the other day telling one uh, 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 white guy that you must shut up, shut up. <laughs> that is the posture of our government. Yeah. Everybody must just shut up. Uh, the the soldier, If you can shut up, the soldiers will come and intimidate you to shut up. That's where we are put now. So it's not a solution at all. It is not. The the soldiers were supposed to be utilized in making sure that they clean all those holes. They arrest all those illegal miners. That's what was supposed to happen. The government must serve the people protect the citizens but now the government is intimidating the citizens that even if you are beaten even if you are raped even if you you you, are, you, are, you, you know you, you, your your house is being broken into even if all these wrong things are happening you don't have to talk all you have to do is keep quiet and sit there as if nothing is happening should you want to talk we'll send the the, the military because the police, you will talk, you are not scared of them You will talk when they are here We will send the military to help you keep quiet, properly That's where we are
3: Thanks, and then just one, one more question um, Obviously, last year we had the local government elections in South Africa And uh, one of the things that we were, we were predicting on the political show Was that, especially the three main parties The ANC, African National Congress, the Democratic Alliance And the, the Economic Freedom Fighters we believed that they were all going to lose support, and what we saw after elections was that together the three of them in the two thousand and nineteen national elections had ninety two percent of the vote and uh, last year they had i think it was seventy two percent of the vote so yep. the three of them together lost twenty percent of the overall vote you know in the country to us that, that says that said that uh, South Africa is looking for new people to vote for. Mm-hmm. Um, just your your final comments on that
0: uh, in, uh, in, in 2024, they will lose uh, 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 40 to 50%, mm. bo- all of them. <laughs> that, that's a reality. Um, let me tell you this. People are not stupid.
1: Mm.
0: People are not stupid. People are smart. Once uh, anything happens in the country... Lockdowns happens, all these things happen. The major role players, being the ANC and the DA uh, and the EFF, they are all quiet because they are all paid from the same account. They are not opposing anything. People are forced to vaccinate, they are all quiet about it. Uh, Health Act is being passed, they are quiet about it. People, they see that here we are not led by opposition, these are the same person dressed in different colors. Mm. Is the same person dressed in different colors. Now, what I can tell you is this. People understand that anything that happens in parliament, it involves all who are in it. That's why they choose to punish the ruling party, including the major oppositions, the three biggest parties. And it will continue like that. In essence, people choose to even have hope in Freedom Front Plus as opposed to the DA. Many, many white African who moved from DA to Freedom Front Plus, gave it more votes than they did with the DA, because they feel like the DA is just doing what the ANC is doing, including the same thing that happened with the EFF. Now, what I'm gonna tell you is this. Indeed, politically speaking, uh, there is what we call a fertile ground for new movement. People are looking for a change and a real change the voters people are no longer voting that much why because they need a real reason for them to vote Mm -hmm. you cannot tell them that we fought for your democracy therefore vote majority of those who are supposed to vote now they were born after 94 they know nothing about apartheid now people want a real thing people want real policies people want a, a, a real reasons why they must do it and in essence you begin to see that all these three major role players in South Africa, they have been hanging on three issues, race, history, and also personality. Uh, You are voting for whoever. Uh, Remember our history, we are coming from apartheid, that is the, the call of others. Others is the question of a race. We are for whites, we are for blacks then that is dead but there is nothing that speaks to ordinary south africans for them to have hope in any political party that's why new movements like akuma coming with advanced policies that are more refreshed that are totally different from all these because people want a solution and also these policies are not made by an individual sitting and drinking coffee (laughs) these are policies that are breed by the people on the ground who tell us what is needed, what they want. That's why you see all this change that is there. Thank you.
1: Sure.
2: Thank you. In First Corinthians 4 verse 2 it says, Now a person who is put in charge as a manager must be faithful.
3: Yes. And in terms of all of the things that Apostle Africa has been saying today, I think that's the issue. Yeah, And I don't think it's only the issue in South Africa. And, I mean, it's like a possum Africa study that show, <laughs> you know, <laughs> with, with all the things that he's saying. Yeah. But I know those are, those are their policies. Yeah. And uh, I, we're supposed to be objective here mm. on the political show, but hearing <laughs> what he's saying today, because, I mean, none of the other politicians are saying what he's saying. Yeah. And, and what he's saying is the truth. That is the problem. I mean, sometimes Julius Malema sort of skirts it, mm. but he doesn't actually really get into the issue what the real problem is. Um, and so... The the, the the problem with politicians in South Africa And I think it's even worse in Europe and America
1: mm.
3: Is that they're not faithful mm. And they're beholden to people That have given their money And they're not really The representatives of the people mm. They're representatives of the people In, the, in name only mm. And so therefore people are frustrated And now the problem is they created the thing Called the internet And all these people can talk to each other And you can censor them broken they find the information they want to find out. Mm. They're not interested in the CNNs of the world. They're not interested in the Fox News or the ENCAs of the world. Mm. They, 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 they know where to find the truth. And, and one of the things that I feel is that voters in South Africa are a lot wiser than voters in America. Mm. I can't see that South Africa would ever vote a guy like Joe Biden into power. I, I just can't see it. And if you look at now with the lockdowns, how awake South Africans were, Mm. you know, um, people fell for it big time in Europe, even in parts of the States, Australia, places like that. Um, Even if you look at what's happening right now in China and the way that the state is brutalizing people over COVID, Mm. but sometimes they're using COVID lockdowns to stop people trying to go to the bank to withdraw their money because they've got a huge crisis going on there at the moment as well. And so... That's why, you know, as a Savior and living in South Africa, I have hope. Because we have politicians like Apostle Africa. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who can advocate for the people. And, you know, in, 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 a, in, a, in a very real way. Yeah. So, um, what I just want to say to any person that's listening. If you want to be in a leadership position. If you want to be the manager of anything. The biblical standard is clear there. Mm. You've got to be faithful. You want to be a leader in the church. You've got to be faithful. And uh, that's just, you know, what I think we should uh, listen to. And I think that's what Apostle Moe was saying. Even talking about the fact that we've got all these rights because eight women got
1: raped.
3: Hmm. Don't come and quash us with humility. Yeah. Show the people that you as the leaders are faithful. Yeah. Which we agree hasn't been happening.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much, Apostle Mo Africa, for joining us on the political show today. You have been listening to The Political Show with your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me geeks. And with me in studio we have... Gavin Instant Pastor Gavin Instant and...
3: The Black Knight.
2: The Black Knight, where Christ politics is...
3: Hot politics. Hot
2: politics.
3: Cheers, Apostle Africa.
0: Thanks a lot. Much appreciated. All our listeners... Please let's stand up and make the difference. This is the time that the Christian community stand up. We cannot sit down when the world is deciding for us which direction to take. We need to decide our destiny. We need to be active. Yeah. that's why we are active african christian community i'm glad i'm on active fm yeah the time of active activism activity <laughs> activeness let's all stand up and do something thank you blessings to you pastor gavin blessings to you uh, uh cynthia gigs uh, blessings to you, black knight thank you much appreciate blessings upon blessings thank
1: you uh, thank you thank you sir.
0: active fm radio has never been better